I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Pittsburgh Steelers lose their third straight, falling to the Indianapolis Colts. And while the ship has, well, seemingly sunk, everybody wants to know how do you fix it and who needs to go. And quite frankly... The answer is pretty much everybody. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talkers. Subscribe anywhere. You get your podcast, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They fall to the Indianapolis Colts. The ship has seemingly sunk. The season is over. Things are as bad as they could possibly get in Pittsburgh and have been for a long time. And it just seems to be a combination, a complete regression that has taken course over the past couple of years that has just boiled over. The team is broke. The culture is gone. The Steelers winning ways are over and seemingly Mike Tomlin's winning ways are right there with it. And now everybody wants to talk about who they clean house with, who needs to go, does everybody need to go? The answer to that question is yes, but I have a list of names, realistic ones, ones that at the end of the season, if you're trying to do two things, and that is win some football games, which means increase your talent on the field and also improve the culture of the locker room, get rid of the negative energy, get rid of guys who aren't here for the team, but rather here for themselves, who are not willing to fight when things get bad and climb their way into the playoffs, then there is a list of guys that the Pittsburgh Steelers need to move on from. And this list, not everybody fits both categories, but if you fit one, you fit them both. And it's time for the Pittsburgh Steelers to stop making excuses, stop ignoring the problems at hand, that is how they got here, and start to make some actual change. And I think that Art Rooney is looking at himself in the mirror and saying, it is time that I take control of this football team. And if I had to guess, he is thinking about what changes can and should be made and what he needs to do over this offseason to not just get his team back to a 9-8 and record, but to get his team back into a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. That is who the Pittsburgh Steelers should be. And, well... That's not who they are right now. So let's go through this list. We'll start with an easy one, and that is every outside linebacker or inside linebacker, excuse me, except for Landon Roberts. He's the only one. If Cole Holcomb comes back and he is healthy and you feel confident in this guy, cool. Give him another shot. Keep him around and say, hopefully you can do what you did before your injury. And if that's the case, him and Landon Roberts are quality starters and guys that the Pittsburgh Steelers could rely on. But everybody else, to sit around at the beginning of the season and say we have three starters felt like a blessing. It felt like the Pittsburgh Steelers really took the time and energy to boost up their inside linebacker room this offseason. Then everybody started getting hurt, and you realized they did it almost good enough, but they didn't do it good enough. And that's what this offseason should be about. It should be about finding guys you should walk into next season. If Alandon Roberts and Cole Holcomb are your one and two, cool. You need a number three that is just as good as both of them. If not, 
potentially slightly better, and you just want to rely on veteran depth. I get that. But you need a third starter. And that third starter can't be a Quan Alexander. It can't be a, you know, end of the training camp, go sign a veteran just because you realize you need more talent in the room. That should not be the case. And it should not be waiting around for Mark Robinson to turn into whatever you want to turn him into. That should also not be the case. It should be three guys that you have by the end of free agency or the NFL draft that you could look at and say, any of these three guys are starters in the NFL, and we feel very confident in these guys being our starters in Pittsburgh. Then for that fourth guy, if you want to keep Mark Robinson as your fifth, fine. But that fourth guy has to be maybe just not good enough to beat the first three out, but good enough that you feel is the future of your position. And Mark Robinson is not that guy. He's just not. When you are at a place in a season where you are signing everybody and anybody off the street to play over Mark Robinson, it is your sign that he is not an answer to your problem and that he is not an answer to your inside linebacker room. It is time to move on. And it doesn't mean get rid of Mark Robinson. It just means get rid of the idea that one day he is going to turn into the future of your inside linebacker room. That's just not the case. And it is time to stop waiting around if you are the Pittsburgh Steelers for guys who, quite frankly, may never turn into something. And the Steelers just sit around and hope that they do. And it finds them here where they are right now with an inside linebacker room that has crumbled to nothing that has one reliable guy who is seemingly Superman for the Steelers' defense, and now that he is dealing with injuries, there is nobody left. That is where the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is. They cannot ignore this anymore. By the start of next season, they should have four inside linebackers that they feel very confidently in, and then another guy named Mark Robinson who could be a special teams contributor because he is good at that. But You can't rely on him to play inside linebacker at all And that thought shouldn't even be in your head. The next, we'll go back to the offensive side. Dan Moore Jr. and Mason Cole. You got to get rid of them. Dan Moore, you could keep as your swing tackle and hope that he develops. Or just, at bare minimum, your backup left tackle. And then hopefully you find somebody else. But neither of them should be your starter. And if we're being honest, this doesn't fit both sides of the coin. Mason Cole and Dan Moore Jr. have been leaders to this team. They have stood up in front of the media and answered all the tough questions. They have been there, and they have done whatever they needed to do to help their team, and they continue to push, and they are not guys that give up on this team. That's just not who they are. When it comes to the personality or the attitude side of it, Mason Cole and Dan Moore Jr. are two of the best in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. When it comes to the talent side of it, they're two of the worst, and the Steelers have to move on from both of them. It's time to stop patching your offensive line and start fixing it. Just complete it. There are two dangling pieces to your puzzle. Fill them in this offseason and move on. Move Broderick Jones back to the left side. Find you a right tackle that you feel very confidently in. Find you a center that is your center of the future. And then move on to 2024. It is done playing around with uh, one bad piece, uh, two bad pieces, uh, three bad pieces of your offensive line. You started making moves this year. Mike Tomlin is backed up against the wall. There's nowhere else to go. There are no more excuses for anything. It is about finding and filling your gaps. And Dan Moore Jr. and Mason Cole are two very alarming ones that the Pittsburgh Steelers have seemingly ignored for years. And they cannot do that anymore. 
It is time for both of them to be replaced, and the Pittsburgh Steelers must do so this offseason. You continue down the line, and you look at some bigger names. You started getting into Mitch Trubisky, and that is, well, if you're talking about a quarterback, you're talking about the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback position, maybe you don't get rid of Kenny Pickett yet. Maybe you still believe in this guy and you want to give him another shot. Great. His backup, his number two, his competition should not be a veteran that didn't work out the first time. It is very rare that you find a Geno Smith this late in his career. Unless you're going to get an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, signing a veteran makes zero sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is about going to get somebody young, going to get somebody who you see could be a future star in the NFL. The Steelers person, even if it's not to compete with Kenny Pickett, their backup should be just as good, if not better, than starter capable in the NFL. They should be a star in the making. The Steelers should have a quarterback situation where best case scenario, Kenny Pickett works out, and now they have two guys that they are trying to decide which one is better because they are both great football players. That should be the Steelers' mentality this offseason, and there should be no more wasting it. Stop going to get guys. Stop keeping your foot on the brake so that you could just ease Kenny Pickett into it and not hurt his development. Stop it all. Go get some real talent. Stop coming up with excuses not to go get some real talent and get a backup quarterback or a QB2 or another option that could come in here and be a starter who's young, who could be a franchise quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is your only option at quarterback this offseason. It is time to end all the experiments with the veterans. It is time to ex- end all the experiments with the, this is our team. I think it could work because we have a good group of guys. No, go get some talent. Go get the best talent you could go get and see what happens in the offseason. See what happens in the summer. But if you walk into training camp in 2024 and your backup is above the age of 24, 25 years old and has already played for an NFL team and it didn't work out, you failed your organization. 100%. No questions asked. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen, to the deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It gets tougher as we move down the line here with three names that I don't want to mention, but have to mention. And those three names I think everybody is talking about. Those three names, if... The Steelers were winning. I don't think we'd be talking about because for one, we wouldn't be talking about cleaning house, but for two, I don't think that they'd be as big of an issue as they are right now. Those three names, and we'll start with two of them, George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. I don't know what direction you go. I think that is just like Sophie's choice. Whatever player you believe should be the one to leave, that is the one that you pick, and that is the one that you get rid of. If I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going with George Pickens. I think George Pickens is a problem. I think that he has a serious attitude issue. And you could talk about a lot of things. And I've talked about a lot of things. And I've defended both of these guys, both George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, because I think both of them, at the end of the day, are very talented guys who get very limited opportunities in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. But you can't go into 2024 with guys who aren't here to win, 
who aren't here to fight their way into the postseason if bad times come up. And that's where the Pittsburgh Steelers are. In years past, if this was the situation, the Steelers would be looking at these final three games and saying, we have to find a way to crawl our way into the playoffs. This year, with the group of guys that they have, they're just looking at it like it's over. And the players are playing like it's over. And the biggest, biggest name, the most alarming sounds, the most, oh, I can't believe this, is George Pickens, who ignores everything everybody says, who has been caught liking posts about Kenny Pickett on social media and posting cryptic things on Instagram and then just blatantly lies about it and says, oh, I don't have comments on on my Instagram. Yeah, you do. They're right there. You could go look them up right now. Oh, I don't post about football on my Instagram. That's your entire Instagram account. It's the lies that get me. It is the attitude issue that gets me. It is a little bit of everything that gets me. But just to sum it all together, your acrobatic catches, George Pickens' stardom on the field has not overweighed the negative headlines that have come with him. And because of that, if the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking for an attitude and a culture change this offseason, the Najee Harris, or not Najee Harris, excuse me, George Pickens is where you start because that is, for one, the biggest return you can get. And I don't know what you can get, but if I had to guess, it's at least a second-round pick, maybe a first-round pick depending on the team. And for two, he's your most alarming player when it comes to an attitude issue and a culture change and a dying breed of fighting football players. I mean, he's all over the news right now for not attempting a block when the Steelers are still very much so in a football game. That's just the theme of the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers. And if you have two of them that feed off of each other, it's just going to get worse. I don't know if you could go find a wide receiver that has a different attitude because for as long as I've been around the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's been tough to find those guys. But Juju Smith-Schuster was here at once, and he was not one of those guys. He was a guy that fought as hard as possible, that would put everything on the line for the Pittsburgh Steelers and for any team that he was playing for. And even if he wasn't the most talented individual on the field, even if he did have some of his issues with the dances and the TikToks, when it came to putting your effort out there and making sure that you were a contributor to a football team, he was a class act. The Steelers don't have that right now. And I think that you could get less of that. I think you could get more positive leadership and a better attitude adjustment out of Deontay Johnson than you can George Pickens. And I think at this point, if you're not going to get rid of both of them, you get rid of one of them. And unfortunately, George is the bigger issue, the more alarming case. He's the one you move on from. And I let his name slip before, and I'll say it again. And this one's a little tough because I don't think Najee Harris is a poor leader. I don't think that Najee Harris in a good year, is on this list, but I do think Najee Harris is on this list. I think that the Steelers could find a number two punch anywhere and that Najee Harris still has some trade value, so you might as well get rid of him. You might as well find somewhere to go where you could find a different running back because finding that second running back is as easy as it comes in the NFL these days. Go get somebody else. Get what you could for Najee Harris. And to be honest with you, it does boost the culture of the locker room a little bit. I think that Najee Harris is a leader to some degree, but I also think that Najee Harris comes up with a lot of excuses and doesn't really, I mean, the vibe I get is that he doesn't really like the leadership of others all the time, that he doesn't necessarily, he wants to be the captain. He wants to be the guy, and that's great. 
only the Steelers locker room is filled with a bunch of other guys that also want to be the guy that are trying to be the guy that aren't fighting when somebody else brings up, hey, watch Mitch Trubisky's leadership style. Good, I guess. That's a poor answer. And that's what you get all the time whenever you bring up somebody else's leadership to Najee Harris. It's just who he is. And then he ignores the tough questions. He doesn't speak to the media. And I get it. For the average fan, who cares? But if you're going to pay attention to those things, Mason Cole stinks in a game, and then he answers all the tough questions. TJ Watt answers all the tough questions after every game. Cam Hayward answers all the tough questions after every game. Minka Fitzpatrick broke his hand, went off on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The next time we were able to talk to him, he addressed that situation. Najee Harris would run away in a second from the media when he knew that he was going to be asked about something that he said when he called out his team. It's just not a true leader. And I think that if Najee had a stronger grip on the locker room and a stronger grip on the field and, you know, maybe was just an irreplaceable guy, you don't get rid of him. But in this situation, it makes a lot of sense to see what you could get for Najee Harris and find another number two back and make Jalen Warren your guy and just move on. It's about cleaning house, and that's where the Pittsburgh Steelers are. I got two very small names after this one. Levi Wallace and Presley Harvin. Those are easy ones. Presley Harvin, I think he's a great dude. Presley Harvin's one of my favorite people in the locker room. Talent-wise, isn't getting it done. It's time to move on. Levi Wallace, if you're going to keep a veteran as your cornerback three next season, it's going to be Patrick Peterson, but it's time to move on as well. You just got to find somebody that's just as good as Joey Porter Jr., if not better. Get some superstars on the outside. Let Patrick Peterson be your number two for a season and hope that Corey Trice or Darius Rush turn into that number three. But for right now, get somebody new, and it shouldn't be Levi Wallace. It's time to move on. And finally, and this is the big one, Mike Tomlin and pretty much the entire coaching staff. You could leave a couple of names off that list. Carl Dunbar should not be gone. Danny Smith should not be gone. And you could say what you want about the punting. Let's talk about Chris Boswell. Let's talk about Christian Kuntz. Let's talk about Miles Killebrew and Connor Hayward and Rodney Williams and Mark Robinson and Nick Herbig. Let's talk about those guys. Danny Smith should not be on that list. You could probably put Eddie Faulkner not on that list, and you could probably put Grady Brown not on that list. But Mike Tomlin and the rest of them should certainly be on that list. And to be totally honest, Mike Tomlin's the biggest name because this all starts and ends with him. The Steelers did not get this bad overnight. This is a regression over time. This is ignoring your problems for long enough that they have hit a breaking point, that they have boiled over the pot, and that they are starting to sink the ship. That is years in the making that is poor draft classes that is a loss of culture that is a loss of accountability that is ignoring your talent issues it's all of them it is ignoring your coordinators it is ignoring your coaching staff it is ignoring your quarterback issue it is ignoring the hard questions when it comes to your team because you are trying to defend your players with every turn and therefore you have grown this the players hold the upper hand and the words player coach now or something negative. That's who Mike Tomlin is. That is what Mike Tomlin has done to himself and to this team. And a a large chunk, a lot of what is going on is because of Mike Tomlin. And that's a tough reality for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I'm somebody that all season long I talked about, look, Mike Tomlin is a huge issue, but it's hard to find somebody else that's going to be as good as Mike Tomlin. I think at this point, you just look at the combination, the correlation of everything, 
and you just it's a clear direction at where that arrow is pointing. Mike Tomlin has dragged this team down for a little bit too long, and I think he could turn it around, but I think you'd have to take a lot out of his hands and you'd have to force the change that he is unwilling to make. When it comes to just leading men and getting a locker room ready, for the most part, he's good with that. But you have to be able to put the guys in the room that feed off of him, and he doesn't have those guys right now. You have to be able to have somebody who is willing to build a team while ignoring who Mike Tomlin wants to be out there because Mike Tomlin makes the wrong decisions because he gets emotionally attached to some of these guys. If you could do that, then Mike Tomlin's a great coach. But the way the Pittsburgh Steelers stand right now and how they operate organizationally, Mike Tomlin is a problem that is not going to solve itself. And therefore, him, along with a lot of other coaches, should be on the out. And that tops a list of some huge names that if the Steelers are going to clean house, if the Steelers are going to try to make the change, if the Steelers are going to do what they should do, which is clear as day that they have to do, and that is just revamp this organization and this locker room and this team from top to bottom. Yeah, Mike Tomlin's on that list. It's going to be a tough offseason. Hopefully the Steelers win a couple more games and they could fight their way into some chance in a playoff hope. But right now it looks like the ship has sunk. Mike Tomlin's been steering it, and he drove it right into an iceberg, unfortunately. That's where the Steelers the Steelers stand currently. And if you're going to clean house, go through this list and clean house.